We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zdrug, joined by Chris Owen to talk Game Week 12 in the Premier League. We're coming live Friday morning. So, Chris, for maybe the first time ever, we actually have all of the injury updates to go into our bets. So I assume we're going to hit on all of these, uh, especially this first game where we have some pretty big questions for Newcastle's lineup. But, Chris, happy Friday morning. It's been a busy week for both of us. But, uh, you know, it's it's Friday, so it's the weekend junior. Uh, is that what you call it? Or is, is that just Thursday's no, Friday junior? It's just Friday. It's just Friday. <laughs> okay, it's just Friday. Call it, call it what it is here. Yeah, we're back. Uh, we are coming to you. I mean, live on a Friday, that's uh, that's pretty rare for us. We're usually going like Wednesday even, maybe some Thursday mornings, some Thursday. You know, I think Thursday night might be our most successful time. But we'll see what happens with Friday. It's a no excuses show here. We can't, you know talk about any late uh, scratches from a health perspective, any weird managerial decisions. We just got to roll with what we got here. And uh, we got a pack slate. It looks like a couple one, at least one big one here with Chelsea Man City. Uh, and then a couple other big matches to discuss. We're coming off a Champions League week, a Europa League week. I think is it, is it uh, is there a league cup next week again, or is oh no international break? Are we heading? Yeah, we got a nice we got a nice break here. So yeah, so it feels like this is like the seventh international break that's happened since the start of the season, but I think it's only the third. Yeah. We're gonna you know you know hopefully head into that uh, strongly here and get ready to uh, come out of it you know even stronger. So I'm looking forward to you know talking about a couple of matches we got, and of course we got our team parlay that we're uh, hoping to hit here today. So. Yeah, it's kind of a damp or a down, quiet game week twelve in terms of the matchups. You mentioned the Chelsea Manchester City one, but you know we're talking about a couple of these. There isn't really anything else that stands out in terms of okay, this is a massively important game kind of thing. Obviously, in, in the Premier League, every game you can say is important, but none of these matchups really, really stand out. Uh, I kind of want. I almost was just going to throw this Tottenham Wolverhampton game in there, uh, yeah. but we did. We did just talk about Tottenham and I think Wolverhampton. So that one is interesting just because of the injury situation. But we actually, we're, the first game we're talking about, Bournemouth or home against Newcastle. We have a different injury situation that we got to talk about here yeah. at Newcastle. Uh, they're in a similar spot, I'll say, to 
to Tottenham outside of Newcastle actually have to play in Champions League. So maybe a little more difficult for them. But Bournemouth are plus 370 to win. Newcastle are minus 140 to win. The draw is plus 310. The big thing I, I see here in this graphic, you can go to rotowire.com slash soccer, go to the sports betting page. You can see the the uh, historical line movement here. The line actually hasn't moved that much, no matter what's going on with the injury situation with Newcastle. Over two and a half goals is minus 160. Uh, sorry, I'm not even looking at the right game there. Uh, that was a Tottenham match. Over two and a half goals is minus 145. Under two and a half goals is plus 115. But looking at this injury situation, so you throw in all these injuries, we also have the suspension of Bruno Grumarish. So central midfielder, he's out. This morning we got note of the Cal Molson. Sounds like he's going to be uh, tested again today. His hamstring, Cal Molson habitually, annually has a muscle injury, so I doubt he's going to be ready to start. He went 45 minutes on Tuesday, I think it was, went out, felt his hamstring. You throw that in with Alexander Isak's out. We have all these other guys are out. Dan Byrne is out. Uh, Murphy, looking at the lineup. So on Tuesday at Borussia Dortmund, they started Valentino Livermento as a right-sided winger. They started Lewis Hall as a left back. And I kind of think they're going to do something similar because they don't really have that many options. I currently have in our projected lineup, I have I think I have Miguel Almiron playing as like a false nine. Anthony Gordon on the left wing, and then Livermento on the right wing. And then in the midfield, you have Longstaff, Willock, and Jolinton. Uh, so it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, makeshift lineup, I guess you could say. But it's just uh, they're really down to, uh, if you're looking on the screen, the last note we have for Newcastle is Lewis Miley was called out by Eddie Howe a guy who just had his season debut, this, I don't know, 18, 19-year-old yeah, uh, came off the bench midweek, and it's like they're down to 18, 19-year-olds, really. That's like the situation for them. So how do you think that plays into this this matchup, even though they're, they're minus 140 to win still? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned everything there, the injuries. there. <laughs> I mean, Dan Byrne, it sounds like, is I mean, he's been for multiple months, which is too bad because he's been – you know, pretty quality for them too. But yeah, LaSalle's is at right back, Livermento. I mean, you mentioned he might play down the left wing. LaSalle's right? at center back. Oh, center back. Okay. Yeah. He's taking the spot of Botman. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then who's coming in for – somebody's coming in for Byrne as well then. Um, uh, Lewis Hall, probably. Okay. So, you know, either way, you go down the list, there's two defenders <laughs> out, maybe three defenders out. Um, they're obviously missing Gamarish, uh, Tenali. Uh, they're missing Isak, Wilson, potentially, you know, that's like seven of their 11 start, you know, 11 players that would start in the outfield there. Um, so it's like, just not, it's, it's tough. I'm, I'm not a, it's less about Newcastle not being able to get a result for me and more about them maybe not hitting that, like that top gear of, of uh, you know, filling the back of the net consistently. Uh, they're missing a, as you mentioned, Almiron might play like a false nine or they're going to have to figure out something different at, at a forward for them. Maybe Anthony Gordon leaves line. I don't know, but it just kind of leads me to believe that they're going to, this game could maybe lack goals um, or at least quality chances. Who knows? Uh, they still have, you know, um, a number of options to get forward, but it's like, I'm, it just leads me to believe that like maybe the under is to play here. You, you got under two and a half at plus one fifteen. That seems way better than I think I saw that the the over was the similar odds, but it's like I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and take that because 
that doesn't make sense given all the injury issues they have. Uh, Bournemouth at home, they've been okay, I think. Let's see. They have uh, Bournemouth at home has been fine. Yeah, they've been okay. Like, I mean, five points out of, out of, or sorry. Yeah, five points from six matches. They've got one win, two draws. They have been conceding. They've conceded 10 goals in, in uh, six matches, which is not necessarily ideal. Um, so, but I still think I like the under here. Newcastle really, really hurt for injuries. They're going to be stretched pretty thin. So I'd rather take the, uh, you know, and, you know, even looking at a historical perspective, last season they played a few times, um, including one League Cup match. It was uh, at the same fixture, it was 1 1 last season. Uh, Newcastle then hosted the League Cup match, which was a one nil win for Newcastle, and then the the other the other fixture at uh, St James Park was one one as well. So all th- their last three matches have been under two and a half. So uh, between that and the thin lineup, I'm I'm sticking to the under. We also got the uh, revenge factor of Eddie Howe going against Bournemouth. That is also ah, in. Yeah. That's that is also true. in play here. Yep. I I pulled up Bournemouth home results this season. Uh, they had the opener 1-1 against West Ham. I think they maybe should have gotten three points from that. But some of their other home matches this season, Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal. Uh, they kind of disappointed a little bit in the uh, Wolverhampton match, but kind of thrown off a little bit because Lewis, Co- Lewis Cook got a red card in that one. And then their other home match was 2-1 against Burnley. So you look at it, okay, a lot of these losses, a lot of these bad results against some of the best teams in the league, and some of their, most of their points are coming against bottom 10 teams. Newcastle, top 10 team, but you look at their lineup, maybe this isn't a top 10 lineup uh, is what they're putting out there. So under two and a half plus 115, maybe you just look at it like, okay, Newcastle don't have their, uh, don't have their strikers. They don't have a lot of guys. Are are they going to get goals? How how are they going to play this kind of thing? Are they going to play it a little safer away from home as well? Uh, So I think, I think that's probably the, the right move here. Uh, and because Bournemouth have struggled to score a bit this season. I'm going with a corner look, and just because there's value here. I think there's value. Bournemouth are at home. We know about the injuries. How is this Newcastle team going to look? Okay, we mentioned all these injuries, but also the suspension of Bruno Gomarish, who he started and played midweek against Borussia Dortmund, and kind of, I don't know if I want to say the beating heart of the Newcastle midfield, but a very important player to their midfield the last year or so. Uh, and you throw that in, it's an away match. Newcastle, we've said it a couple times already this season. They just haven't been getting as, as many corners as prior seasons. So I just see, I see the value here a little bit. Bournemouth race to five corners plus 215. They're at home. Uh, I think I think they know, uh, Iriola knows that you know points can be taken in this spot because of the injury issues and suspensions for Newcastle. I think they're going to go for it a little bit here. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride. I got a couple big bets uh, on this week's show, but t- plus two fifteen on Bournemouth race Whoa. to five corners. So nice. How do, what do you think about those odds? We love a good plus two hundred bet on this show. Certainly would help. You know, you had a I, if I recall correctly, had a pretty solid week last week. So we, uh, you know, we get those odds going. We keep uh, keep battling here, and uh, yeah, I mean, good opportunity for Bournemouth at home. Facing a dinged up Newcastle side, I it it would be interesting if they could take some points here and would certainly hurt uh hurt Newcastle down the stretch. Yeah, we're getting a comment. Uh, Daryl is saying he only trusts Bayern Munich money line. So shout to Bundesliga and shout to, shout to Bayern Munich 
uh, money line bets there, but we're not talking Bundesliga. We're, the next game we're talking about, we got Aston Villa home against Fulham. Aston Villa played on Thursday. They went down to goal against IX. Actually, speaking of IX, wait, was it IX? No, Brighton played IX. Yeah, yeah, Brighton uh, played IX. Villa played Alkmaar. All right, either way, I got the IX kid on. Um, Villa came down. They went down a goal against Alkmaar, went, came back, got uh went one two one uh so villa are minus 170 to win at home they lost two nil at nottingham forest last weekend fulham are plus 475 they lost late against manchester united and then the draw is plus 330 and then we're getting over two and a half goals is minus 145 so the same odds as the prior match under two and a half goals is plus 115 so basically the implied goal total for this match is the same as that newcastle match uh, do you think that uh, – what match do you think has more goals, this Villa game I, or the Newcastle game? I think it's this game, this Aston Villa-Fulham game. We have kind of hit the honey hole on uh, this Aston Villa at home. I mean, I think we talked about them, was it two or three weeks ago potentially? And Aston Villa, I mean, at home have been crazy impressive. They have, uh, I think, 20 goals at home. They have – uh, four goals against they have five wins from a, a total of five matches so um, 100% rate there at home they're absolutely crushing teams I am I was surprised to see this but like they're also healthy you know they're missing we lost Tyrone Mings I think that was in game one mm-hmm. uh, they're missing maybe a couple other players but Wendy like, uh, Jacob yeah. Ramsey a couple guys but they've they've kind but of like long-term injuries that they've dealt with for multiple yep. weeks now multiple months that they're, they're it's not like they're it's not like they're throwing a huge wrench in their lineup after playing on a on a thursday night and then coming back and playing sunday um they're for the most part pretty fit pretty healthy uh fulham have struggled as of late um or all like, season yeah all season essentially um i don't know what's you know we had a we had some pretty we had a quality fulham side for you know, an extended period of time last season, they haven't really quite hit those heights yet. Um, a couple injury concerns for them, but not like nothing, nothing crazy. I, I just think I, I found this bet and Adam had to double check with me that this was actually the number, but I, you know, had to hit him with a little evidence, um, a little <laughs> picture of, of the bet that I found on DraftKings. But you can yes, get Chris asked took a picture of his computer with his phone, I believe. So, yeah, you know, quick quick uh, Photoshop here, but uh, um, <laughs> no, it was uh, I found on DraftKings, but you can get Aston Villa money line and over one and a half goals. Uh, it's minus one twenty. So you're just, I mean, I I do think Aston Villa is going to win this. They're at home. They've been incredibly impressive. Fulham not great. Over one and a half goals. I mean, that seems like seems pretty doable in this matchup, considering that they're scoring essentially, you know, four games. So, I I like this bet. I'm like I mentioned, Aston Villa money line. I think they win, and I think they they you know continue the trend of scoring a bunch of goals at home. Yeah, Fulham have been mostly bad this season. They've dealt with that injury to Kenny Tete, but Castagna's in there, and he's he's been he's been fine. Uh, Kelvin Bassey has been a problem for them at center back, and I don't think they're getting back Diop or Adebarillo, uh in that center back role. Alex Awobi moved in the starting 11 against Manchester United, I think last game, or at least two games. Um, so they're, they're changing things up, Marco Silva is, and I think they, they played well. I took, I forget what the odds were, but I took Fulham race to five corners against Manchester United last week, and that hit in the first half. So that was a great bet. Um, 
That was at home, though. I'm still uncertain of how they're going to perform away from home. You look at the results, 1-1 at Brighton, 2-0 at Tottenham, scoreless draw against Crystal Palace. Just, you know, some a lot of expected results. Maybe they battled against Manchester City, and that ended up being 5-1. Uh, they got that point against Arsenal earlier in the season. But as you said, Astonville at home, it's kind of hard to go against what they've been doing. They're just putting goals on early and often. I think it was, and we must have talked about that Luton Town game, because I think I took Aston Villa money line up to the 30th minute, and that one hit. And you probably had something similar to what you have in this game, where it's Aston Villa money line. Yeah. I think maybe you had over two and a half goals or something like that. Over two, yeah, it was over two and a half goals. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I, I was kind of looking to what your bet is uh, initially, uh, I went a different route here, but I got a bet with plus 185 odds because I do think there's going to be, you know, yours is over one and a half goals with Aston Villa money line. I, you know, I think Aston Villa can get two goals by themselves. Shouldn't be that difficult uh, against Fulham because I assume Calvin Bassey's going to make at least four mistakes and maybe two of those mistakes will lead to goals, uh, something like that. But I think Aston Villa get the clean sheet here. Uh, Fulham have basically struggled to score all season. I've been saying it; they don't, they haven't really solved the the Mitrovic problem. Uh, they started Rodrigo Muniz last match. It was his league, his first league start. I think he's 19 years old, maybe something like that. Uh, Raul Jimenez has been bad. Carlos Vinicius is back from injury. He has a start in there. Raul Jimenez started the first two months, didn't score. They just got a massive issue in trying to score goals in Aston Villa playing at home. Uh, while we kind of, you know, said that in the in the Luton Town game, maybe they get up by a bunch of goals and maybe you know get kind of lackadaisical a bit. But I'm just putting this one more on Fulham struggling in general to score. So let's go with this. Basically, it's basically Aston Villa to win with a clean sheet. But technical single game parlay, depending where you want to put this bet in, Aston Villa to win with no on both teams to score. It's plus one eighty five. So do you think Fulham can score? Um, I think potentially they, I mean, you look at their away matches this season, they drew Arsenal to begin the season 2-2 away. They lost to City 5-1, nil-nil against Palace, 2-0 against that they lost against Tottenham. And then they most recently drew uh, Brighton 1-1. So they have, I mean, they've scored goals against against good teams when you look at Arsenal, City, and and, uh, and uh, Brighton. So it's not like that, that they haven't been able to do that. I just, you know, they're not going to win. I feel quite confident in saying that right um so the you know aston villa money line to, to win here no doubt about that my my concern is the uh, both teams to score so uh shout our guy daryl uh, i called him out for the bayern munich uh, play earlier but he did mean to say aston villa uh he likes aston villa money line and he's, i think we're yeah he's on he's with the kids and wagers best yeah. here He's he's on the same line of thinking here. I'm actually kind of surprised it's minus 170. It yeah. almost feels like it should be maybe a little higher, minus 200, something like yeah, that. I so I, it seems like we're getting a bit more money than we should be getting. But, uh, you know, maybe the odds makers know a little more than we do. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Next game we got Chelsea are home against Manchester City. Chelsea are plus 390 to win. Uh, if you look at this line movement, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, make sure to give it a thumbs up on our YouTube video. Make sure to, to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, plus 340. This was two days ago. Chelsea were plus 340 to win. Now it's plus 390. Uh, I'm not sure if anything's actually changed, but I guess more people are betting on Manchester City. Uh, so kind of interesting there. Manchester City are minus 135 to score to win. Draw is plus 285. And then we're getting over two and a half goals is minus 115. Under two and a half goals, minus 105. So I wrote down in my notes early in the week. This was Tuesday, Wednesday. I saw the minus 130. I was like, this is pretty good. I like Manchester City to win minus 130. I uh, woke up this morning. We're at minus 135, minus 140. So it's kind of in a range. I, I don't really want to recommend that kind of a bet on this show because we like winning a bit more money, but uh, are you in that same line where it's like Chelsea, you know, even though they're at home, uh, they're still a worse team than Manchester city. So at some point you just take Manchester city to win, but how do you think this game's going to go? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely still all over man city here. I mean, Chelsea, good for them. Got a good, got a, a big win there over, uh, over Tottenham last week. Um, but I mean, the situation surrounding that match was just like, it's not like, oh yeah, they won four one. They won by three goals. That was a great, great performance. Uh, that's not how I feel coming out of it. I think, um, I mean, Romero going off was correct. He, that was no, no brainer. I mean, if, and then um, I'm trying to remember Udogi had the, had the two yellows. So like anytime, yes, you should, you know, you're a, 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 a Premier League team up, playing up two men for, you know, whatever it was, 35 minutes or so, yes, you should win three by three goals, you know. So especially – Especially you know, when said team with nine players is pressing. I love it. Has, has an incredible high line that they're they're all just sitting at midfield waiting for, you know, guys yeah. like Sterling and Jackson to run by them, which they did. Uh, they, had, they had Hoisberg playing at center back. They had Eric Dyer in at center back. It was just like, yeah. here, try and beat us, and they eventually yeah. found out to beat them. <laughs> They were like a arms length, like a half an arm away from being uh, having that equalizer with Dyer too. So, I mean, nothing but respect for for Tottenham and and uh, Ange. Just like being like, yeah, down one man, we're still playing a high line. You know, down another man, we're still playing a high line. We're still gonna press the heck out of you. We're still gonna go for it. It doesn't matter. And frankly, like you know, Patrick for uh, Nicholas Jackson, but like man, you know, I think many of the reactions coming out of that match were like, dude. Is that guy good? Like he scored three right. goals, but but like maybe was they were all pushed. like freebies basically. Yeah, yeah. And like missed some early ones, you know. Um, 
It missed yeah. a late one. I think he could have had a fourth, and he blew it right over the net. He, he yeah, was probably, was, like, uh, top of the box or something. It was, like, maybe one of, like, the le- least impressive hat tricks that I've seen <laughs> in quite a while. So, But, you know, all that aside, credit to him. Um, this is a, this is going to be a fun one, though. I mean, you know, Chelsea kind of, like, sort of, sort of starting to feel like they're they're getting a little bit better. Certainly helps that they won. Um, City, of course, are rolling teams over. They, I think, advanced to the, you know, this was never going to be in doubt, but they advanced to the uh, round of 16 in the Champions League, I think, on, uh, was that on Wednesday, too, with a 3 0 win over Young Boys. So 12 points out of 12 there. Um, again, just look like they, they're, they're going to steamroll teams. They do have a pretty difficult schedule that's coming up here. Um, I mean, Chelsea weighs by, by no means an easy game. Um, they have uh, they'll host Liverpool, then they'll host Tottenham, then they will travel to Aston Villa um, for a four match streak uh, here towards the end of uh, going November into December. So, like you know, at the end of those four matches, if we look at it and they get like ten points out of twelve, or you know, like even I don't know what would be nine would be impressive too. Like I, you know, I think that the the league's just tied up by then if that's the case. But um, I mean, in terms of this game. Uh, I looked, I think, I, I think, remind me what I took here. I think I have Holland anytime goal scoring. It's very odds or very rare that you find him below like minus 190, even sometimes <laughs> yeah. below like minus 200. In this game, he's minus 120 anytime goal scoring odds uh, at Chelsea. You know, so t- to be fair, maybe not the easiest, but like he's got 11 goals in 11 games in the Premier League. He's like, you know, there was like that small lull. Where they where we there was kind of a discussion like is he having a drop off like no he's not having a drop off he somehow they somehow won they put six on the board last weekend against Bournemouth he somehow didn't score uh, only played a half though but uh, other than that he yeah like I said he's got eleven goals in in uh, in eleven games two assists to go along there I did though my one concern is last season I look back he did come on as a sub against Chelsea in their second match didn't score in that game. And then he did play the full 90 in their other, in their in the uh, first part of that tie and uh, didn't score in that one either. So a little bit of concern there, but it's like the man is a machine, man. He is just scoring goals at absolutely rampant pace Two the other night against young boys, um, actually two in the, the other fixture too. So he's got uh yeah, 15 goals in um, 15 games right now. So tough to argue against that. And when you're getting minus 120, might as well roll with it couple other ideas on this one too but i'll let you get into your bet before we touch on that yeah anytime you can get close to even odds with holland to score uh usually you, you probably take it maybe outside of like the arsenal yeah outside of the arsenal match i think it's pretty safe that you can take that maybe outside of at liverpool um uh, as well but yeah minus 120 in holland to score uh i kind of wanted to look i was looking at different options for this one uh, while you're talking i i was just looking up over the last international break, I did a future show, and I recommended Chelsea to finish top six. Uh, it looks like those odds are still kind of similar. I still kind of feel the same way uh, about them in general. That home loss to Brentford kind of hurt a little bit. But I was looking at corners. I was looking at unders, under, but under four and a half corners is like minus 155. And then under two and a half goals was thinking that I'm going no on both teams to score at plus plus one ten. So I think 
instead of doing like a Manchester City win and no on both teams to score, which would probably be, I don't know, plus 200 or something like that, maybe even higher. I think that I think that it's not impossible that we could see Chelsea win one nil. They get yeah. they get a counter goal or they get an early goal and then they actually defend the heck out of the ball. And we similar to that Arsenal match, I mean, they were ahead two nil against Arsenal. This was home against Arsenal. They outplayed them in the first half. And then basically they had two pretty bad defensive mistakes, which led to a couple Arsenal well, goals. Yeah, that Declan Rice like banger from forty five out when they yeah, had, we're, I think Desasi or somebody gave a I bad. think it was Robert Sanchez just passed it right okay. to Declan oh, yeah, Rice. He was right out to- of net. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you exclude that from it. And so I think that, you know, one nil Chelsea win is in place similar to man. Well, I, I do believe Manchester city are more likely to win. I think it's possible that Chelsea do win, which is why I'm taking this. No on both teams to score at plus plus one ten because I think it's going to be, it's going to be low scoring, but I think that one of these teams is going to get a clean sheet here. Uh, one team will get the lead and then the other team will, will try and push to get that sec to get that equalizer. But I don't think it's going to happen because I think both these both these defenses are pretty solid no matter what we saw through like the first, I don't know, 40 minutes uh, of Chelsea's game against Tottenham. This one is at home as well, so uh, another boost there. But uh, do you like the reasoning here on that uh, knowing both teams to score? But. Is it, yeah, it, is it Chelsea at home another reason though? I mean, they won their first game against Luton Town. Then they've they've lost three out of the four. One being Nottingham Forest, one being against Aston Villa, and another one their most recent match against Brentford. So it's not like they've been like, oh yeah, Chelsea's getting points at home. They're they're like been pretty poor there. Well, I agree with that, but they basically dominated all those games. It was just they couldn't score. Like they dominated Brentford. They gave up a they gave up that one goal on a counter, and then the last goal I think was final seconds. Um, they dominate Nottingham Forest, gave up that one goal. So a lot of these games, they're just dominating possession. They have however many shots in their opponents kind of a thing. And then they finally got the goals against Arsenal. It's just that they let them back in. So, yeah, maybe it's not maybe it's not everything playing at Stamford Bridge, but I, that Arsenal game is is kind of yeah. heavy in my mind just, just a little bit, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, also it's not like – I mean, City have – they draw. They lost in their last three. I mean, they beat you. They smoked United recently in an away match. But other than that, you know, they lost Arsenal. They lost to Wolverhampton. So, let alone they were missing a couple. They were missing two key players in Rodri, and I think Stones is out too. But yeah, yeah, Stones be, is out again as well. Yeah, so will be an interesting matchup. Do you do you have any more that you wanted to? Yeah, the other ones I looked at, I had a sorry, I had a couple other uh, interesting match. I mean, I, I think you took the no on both teams to score at plus one ten. Uh, it's rare that you're going to get Chelsea. Uh, so, which is funny because I had that as my secondary bet. So we're we're pretty locked up there. Um, Chelsea double chance is plus one ten, which is like that seems like an absolute trap. But um, right. it's uh, for the one nil, two nil result, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the other one that's that's kind of a uh, tasty is uh, under two and a half is uh, minus one hundred five. I did consider that. I, this I feels think like that's, a scoring affair. Yeah, yeah, I think that's no one. Both teams are scoring under two and a half are kind of in the same range there. Yeah, totally. Well, let's get into the team parlay here. I also uh, my betting article is up on the site if you want a few more bets uh, that was published Friday morning. So check that out. Uh, we got Pocket back from suspension. He is on the uh, he's on the picture there, but. 
team parlay. Uh, what do you got? We are talking Liverpool. Your your Liverpool bet did not hit last week, but let's let's try and get it back here. Liverpool are home against Brentford. Liverpool have been dominant at home and coming off that one one result at Luton Town, coming off the loss at Toulouse uh, was at three two. Almost had a late equalizer there on Thursday. But back home where they've been really good, they're minus 245 to win. So what do you think is going to happen in this one? Yeah, I mean, tough week for them. They look pretty – uh they look pretty just – they look tired. You know, look toothless. They, they – uh, Toothless. I mean, Darwin Nunez, like, only scores bangers, I guess. He, like, is not <laughs> not able to score tap-ins by any means unless it's, like, directly at his head and goes into the goal. I mean, we love him for what he is, but, like, come on. Actually, I'll also ask, what do you think the absence, the suspension of uh, McAllister means for this game as well? I mean, we're going to see – we'll probably see Endo come in. I Gravenberch was not – I didn't – does he have an injury? Because he wasn't in the in the team. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be available here. Um, he would have been my probably vote to get into the side. But I think we'll, we'll see Endo like sit, sit in that McAllister role. And then, yeah, I think you have Elliot here, which makes a lot of sense. He's been really, really good off the bench. Um I, I think know. it could be. We saw Gakpo in a midfield role earlier in the season. I think it might be between Elliott and Gakpo for the midfield. Uh, and then basically Endo replacing McAllister. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. You're not he's, certain that's going to happen, but. McAllister played in like a more advanced role against Toulouse and honestly, like put him put him back where he was at. <laughs> he's way, he's been better as a six. He looked pretty poor yesterday. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, that, that aside, I you can get. I, I, I you know full disclosure. I looked at that. I looked at the Wolves uh, Tottenham match to begin to try to find the parlay, but there was just like nothing good in terms of odds that I could find that would work for what we were trying to get. So I like you know aside from this match, I like Wolves at home against a Tottenham side that's going to be missing some players, especially in defense. But uh, for this match, I just made it kind of easy. Uh, I took the under three and a half. Um, I think that you know. Is Brentford going to come in here and light it up? I doubt it. Uh, Liverpool's only Liverpool's only conceded two goals at home so far this season. Um, Brentford, you know, obviously decent uh, attacking wise, and I think that you know this is this has got like two nil written all over it. Yeah, usually Brentford play also fairly defensive away from home, especially in tougher games. They go in their five three two. I know they're missing some of their full backs, and that may hurt them. But the the five three two formation. Uh, I just pulled up some of their away results. Just a lot of more defensive games. Uh, 2-0 at Chelsea, 2-1 loss at Man United, 1-1, 1-0, 3-0. So basically a bunch of these games are just under three and a half goals. Uh, you mentioned that Wolverhampton-Tottenham match. I'm actually looking at that one for my bet. Nice. And I'm going with – so similar to that Bournemouth-Newcastle one, uh, but I was looking for a few different numbers. So I got for the parlay piece, it's wolverhampton plus 0.5 corners in the first half at minus 120. And I kind of think that they're, they're going to have more corners than Tottenham in the game. Uh, so you can look at it a diff- few different ways, but being the parlay piece, I kind of wanted this, the safest route because you can get Wolves race to three corners at plus 120, race to five corners at plus 175, Wolverhampton over four and a half corners at minus 125. Uh, most corners in the... First half is plus 160. So there's a few different ways you can take this. But, I mean, you just look at this Tottenham lineup. We're still unsure how they're actually going to play. 
Uh, I, so I currently have in Eric Dyer at center back, Ben Davies at center back, and then Emerson kind of playing out of position at left back with Poro at right back. James Madison's out, so the midfield, possibly Basuma Sar with Hoisberg. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how they look. They're, they're missing their back line. They're missing Madison to help in the attack, to be that creative force there in the center of the pitch. Uh, Wolverhampton at home has played really well this season better than we thought they were going to play. So you, you put that in, and I, I really like a bunch of these Wolverhampton corner bets. But Wolverhampton plus 0.5 corners in the first half, minus 120. Chris has Liverpool, Brentford, under three and a half goals. Minus, minus 145, and that's plus 209 odds. What do you think? Uh, you like that Wolverhampton team then. Could you think Wolverhampton can win this game? Would you consider yeah, Wolverhampton yeah, money line? I kind of do. This is the first bit of adversity that Tottenham's really going to see this season. Um, so my reaction was to, yeah, like go look at a Wolverhampton. I mean, they're two, what is it, two games removed from beating City 2-1 um, at home. My so. main worry is that we still, we have just one game with uh, without Pedro Neto, and I'm not sure they actually figured it out because they did lose to Sheffield United last yeah, week. Uh, so that is the one thing. I So I'm, that's kind of why I'm leading in a corners instead of actually Wolverhampton maybe double chance or win. But uh, you can yeah. also, you know, single game parlay, that kind of thing. So, yeah. That's all we got, though. Here's the cheat sheet, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. It's a 48-hour trial. Arsenal are the biggest favorite of the week, 81% chance to win. Then Brighton are home against Sheffield United. I got a nice little money line parlay in my article if you want to check that out. Uh, I'll ask you before we go here. Actually, before we go, instead of talking Premier League, Seattle Sounders in their third leg, minus 160 to beat FC Dallas. What is your bet in this FC Dallas game? Would you consider – Seattle Sounders money line with the over or under, or maybe Seattle, you know, over uh, five, four and a half corners, something like that. What do you think? Having no absolute no context of what the overs or unders are, I love them. I love a Seattle money line bet here. We're going to be at home. I'm actually going to be in attendance too. Um, they did. They lost. I think was it three one at Dallas last yeah. weekend. Um, I think they're mostly fit. I haven't really looked, but uh, um, yeah, they are. Yeah, I so I don't know. I'm all I'm all over it tonight. Uh, Got to win, winning in, and I you know because of the way that it's set up and there's not an aggregate. I think you know these teams are going to be absolutely like kind of going for it. So I think uh, Dallas was like one good good finish away from being up one nil in the, in the early the first game. So I don't know. It'll be interesting, but yeah, I love a money line bet. Yeah, I've been doing decent on my – I have a thread on my Twitter account, at Rotosadreg, basically betting every MLS match of I – mean, I think I'm above 50% at least. Um, but actually, what – oh, this is today. The Seattle match is today. Sorry, on Friday. Yeah, yeah it's but, tonight. Yeah, so you can actually get a minus 145 for Seattle to win. And, again, all these things are – uh, this is the third leg, so we haven't really seen. I think this is the first third leg uh, in MLS playoffs. So you said you said it could be more goals, could be more up and down. Uh, I think it, may, it could be a little more defensive. These teams playing a little safer. We'll see. But over two and a half goals, plus one hundred five. Under two and a half goals, minus one thirty. Uh, Daryl's asking opinions on Newcastle. Um, that was the first game we talked about Newcastle at Bournemouth. So check that out earlier in the show for that bet. But that's all we got here. You can find Chris at chr Owen eight on Twitter. I'm at Rotozadroik, and then Rotowire Soccer is at Rotowire Soccer. Make sure to like, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or listen to our podcast feed. Chris. Thank you for this Friday show. We'll see everyone in a couple weeks after the international break.
Thanks, Adam. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.